Relic Hillside. Hello guys, how are you? Uh, this is my first podcast. I can't believe I'm actually doing it. Um, I've had the idea to do this for a very long time. And I'm actually, uh, gone ahead and doing it. <laughs> so I hope everybody is having a good day. Um, and I hope that, um, somehow this, uh, podcast makes your day even better. Um, so I just want to put a disclaimer out there first that I'm a mental health advocate. I'm not a professional. So I'm just putting that out there, um, before I continue, uh, with my thoughts. So I'm not a professional. I'm just a mental health advocate. So with that said, um... I'm just going to go ahead and start. Um, so this podcast is going to be about uh, alcoholism and uh, relapse and then ways um, to uh, troubleshoot from that and uh, grow from it and overcome it. And um, I will be telling you about how I overcame it, um, my story, and then um, some useful advice uh, tips and tricks um, that I personally use uh, that may help you guys out as well um, if you feel like uh, going that route or you feel like you need to in your life. Um, so this is going to be like the first of many subjects that I'm going to cover in my podcast. So yeah, I guess um, I will start with um, my story. So, um, I'm known as Realismus Hyde on here. That's obviously not my real name, um, but that's what I go by on the internet. So I'd rather just keep it that way. Um, and whenever I'm telling these stories, um, I'm going to be subbing out people's real names with like a fake name or just saying like so-and-so or something like that. Um, when I'm uh, referring back to a story or experience that that's happened um in my life um not gonna point out anybody specific so i'm not just gonna throw any of my friends under the bus um if anybody is listening to this or uh watching this podcast you know who you are <laughs> love you dearly but uh yeah we get stories and i definitely want to share them but for um privacy purposes i will just leave their names out but anyways, so I guess just to keep in the subject, there's a lot that I guess pertains to um, my personal experience uh, with alcohol use and um, ultimately abuse. Um, I'm very skeptical of the term alcoholic. I don't want to refer to to myself as that but I guess it was evolving that way and some of the big red flags personally for me was um blackouts almost every single time I would drink so yeah I guess um I don't even know like where to start because there's so many stories but I guess I'll go back to one of my earlier experiences um, with alcohol, and that was with um, 
one of my friends um was a very very close friend um ultimately a drinking buddy um and her name was so and so <laughs> so here we go subbing out names so so and so uh, me and her we uh hung out through mutual friends through my high school um i met through being friends with her sister first um and then me and so and so um really um just kind of hit it off uh naturally didn't it wasn't forced or anything it literally we just felt like the same person and we had so much fun together um for as crazy as i was back then i don't take back any of those moments that i had with her yes they were stupid uh, but they were learning learning experiences and, and that's how ultimately we we grow we're supposed to grow right so <laughs> mistakes are bound to happen and we hopefully grow from those and and become a better person um a better version of ourselves. so me and her we were friends for a very very long time um and we were very close ultimately until she had her second kid um i still think about her i think we still have a lot of common ground and we think about each other a lot we just don't really have the time to reach out to one another um but i love her to death um she's like the sister that i never had and yeah i mean there's a lot of drama involved on her end but you know i don't i i don't look at her any different um she's a very kind-hearted uh beautiful person and uh I'm very thankful for um that those times that we did share together i'm talking like she died or something she didn't die by the way she's still alive and well and everything and thriving with her kids she is a really amazing mother um i i i see it on facebook and she's amazing um but i guess i'll get to the stories so ultimately there's way too many but I will be showing um, some pictures um, in my visual podcast. Um, so you guys aren't going to see the pictures that pop up. Obviously, if you're in your car or you're just listening to the podcast, uh, you guys aren't going to see these. Um, but it will be up on my YouTube. So um, I was very uh, sloppy. I didn't know my limit. And ultimately, I would have to get taken care of like all the time. So me and her, we started partying ultimately when I turned 21. I, anything, anything and everything that did the job, didn't care what it was, um, except for gin. I hated gin. It tastes like pine needles, but <laughs> that's beside the point. I, I even remember like the taste of the stuff. Um, you know, it's weird too. You can smell it on people like... If you know your alcohol, like, you know, you know the smell. <laughs> you can smell it a mile away. You can just smell it, like, coming out of people's pores. You know, they don't, they can act fine, but, like, you can just tell. You can, and you can smell it, too. But we drank uh, whatever we could really get our hands on. Um, I did smoke cigarettes at the time, um, and I do regret that. That was 
disgusting, but you know, that's what that's what I did. Um had access to it, that's what I did. So we did a lot of stupid stuff. We would um we would party in the computer room. Uh, we would party out in the camper, the, the camper that never went anywhere, and we would just blast music in the middle of the night. I'm sure the whole neighborhood, uh, I'm surprised nobody called the cops, honestly, because I would, I blew my speakers from cranking the bass all the way up in my car, and we would hide in my car, and we would, like, have beers in there and hard booze and just smoke cigarettes, and we would just jam to, like, electro music, and it we we were nuts <laughs> um we would go to the mall and we would get trashed in the parking lot and you know just walk the mall drunk and it was terrible i remember in the stall we were in the bathroom stalls and we would um we would i don't know what it was i think it was jägermeister we put in a water bottle and we were passing it back and forth underneath the stall, back and forth to each other, taking swigs. Um, and then there was another time where we were, I'm not going to get in detail with this story, but it is kind of funny. <laughs> but I'm not going to go into full detail. I will describe as much as I feel like I want to. But we... We were passing vodka back and forth to one another, and I was wearing her platform heels, and they were, like, the the heel on these things, they were so skinny. <laughs> I thought it was just the greatest idea in the world. We, we've been, you know, going at it all day, drinking. And then um, I put them on, and not even, like, at the beginning of the song that came on, we we put a, a song on, and uh, all I'll just say is I fell in the camper. I fell flat on my ass, flat on my ass, feet up, and it hurt the pain. I remember the pain. I, I don't remember much from that night, but I remember the pain, and it just shot up my spine and my tailbone. Oh, man, I, I remember that hurting for a long time. <laughs> at least at least a week, if I had a guess. <laughs> I remember there was another time where I was um, we we were we were filming. I think I actually do have the footage, um, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show it because I I'm pretty sure that that's not allowed. But I will. Um, I will share this story. Um, at the time when I used to party with so-and-so, I teased my hair. Like, I, I had to make it look like I was going to a rock concert. Every time we would party together at her house, I had to, like, look as metal and rock and roll as possible. I had to look the image, not just, like, live the life um, temporarily. But I had to look heavy metal. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> I teased my hair um, with like uh, one of these, it, it was like a teasing brush, not a comb, because I would break the little teeth on it. So I, I got like one of the special teasing brushes 
um and i would straight i would put the aquanet in my hair first and then i would straighten it with the straightener you could just hear my hair sizzling and i'm pretty sure if anybody were to go back to my most popular video on youtube um at the moment it is of how i got my hair to look like that and you i'm i don't know if you could hear my hair sizzling the quality was not the greatest um but you know uh everybody's videos look like that back then in 2011 i think it was something like that but i would have to look as metal as possible um before leaving the house and going and going to hers and uh partying so Back to the video, when we were recording this video, I thought that it would be, with my hair full of um, aerosol, aquanet, hairspray, very highly flammable, um, I thought it'd be a good idea to jump through the fire, and I actually did jump through the fire. <laughs> I think I burned, like, my arm hairs a little bit. I'm pretty sure I might have fried my hair just a little bit. It might have singed just a little bit, but I didn't really pick up on that at the time. And absolutely horrible. There's many, 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 many stories, but those are just a few. Um, so I guess ultimately what led me to today, right now, on um, deciding that sobriety even even that word sober i never really thought that i would be fully sober it was something that i actually needed for a very long time um, i felt in my heart like i needed to um remove um alcohol from my life um it was just really really difficult um and challenging for me to make such a big step um, it's ruined a lot of things for me, ultimately. I was a very careless person. I was very selfish. Um, I did a lot of stupid, really embarrassing things um, under the influence. Uh, stuff that I don't even feel comfortable sharing. Um, it just is so degrading. Um, some of the things that I've done, that I've said, that I've been caught doing, um, just being so intoxicated um and some things uh like some things that i would do um just in my room alone um for as painful as it is for me to admit and just to put into perspective why i uh i i i felt I needed to kind of remove alcohol from my life. Um, it wasn't something very recent, but I decided one day this room that I'm I'm recording in right now. Um, it holds a lot of deep, dark uh, moments, um, a lot of trauma. Um, it 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 used to be a dark place, and I'm like. I, I was thinking to myself, all right, I want to better myself. And the only way to do that is to transform this exactly the way that I want, the way that I need, 
and ultimately ultimately the way that i deserve like if i'm gonna live in this room um i want it to be my chill zone i want it to be my my own space exactly how i want things uh no stresses no worries nothing that's gonna remind me of that that bad pass ultimately so it started with my closet now you know the saying just you know all your demons in your closet there were definitely demons in my closet um i had so many empties in there that it was just embarrassing like really embarrassing um and i didn't even realize like how bad of an issue i person i personally had until i was cleaning those out and i was just like okay i think i got them all and they just kept going and going and going and then i actually saw a tiktok um love tiktok by the way it's awesome um you can keep scrolling for hours and then all of a sudden the sun's up <laughs> like i've lost a lot of sleep just scrolling through tiktok mindlessly it it knows the algorithm is so good on that it knows what you like but referring back to the tiktok that i saw in relation to my story this guy just kept pouring buckets and buckets and buckets of like empty booze bottles like hard booze and cans and just a lot of stuff and it, i it, just when you thought it would end it didn't end he just kept pouring the buckets into the recycle bin and i i actually like shed a tear because i was thinking to myself like like probably like a whole half of my closet like just scat they're all scattered in different places but literally that that's how many empties i had in my closet um and just hidden everywhere else i was so secretive about it i thought that i was being secretive and slick i was secretive um with people that i lived with um i'm covering everybody in the past that i've lived with <laughs> in this house and it previously where i used to live i was so secretive about it i wouldn't leave alcohol like out in the kitchen or anything because i didn't want people i didn't want so and so to uh another so and so which call it <laughs> um i didn't want him to see how much I was actually drinking and I would just keep doing this and stream too. I stream on Twitch and I would stream it. it I've deleted so many past broadcasts. Um, I would get intoxicated. I just keep going until like four in the morning and I progressively get worse and worse. I've blacked out while I was streaming before and God, just so embarrassing so so embarrassing i've blacked out with um not just so and so who i was referring to with partying like other people like that would come over um it was really really bad really bad i don't think um 
certain people know how bad it actually was. And for me to recognize that and uh, just kind of come out and tell people um, on my podcast is huge. And it goes to show that I'm very serious about continuing my journey with sobriety. Um, not everybody needs to walk the same path as me, but I do need um, some support. Um, and I know not everybody is going to agree with my decision. I know that I might lose some relationships uh, based off of my personal decision, but that's okay. I'm, I'm making the right choices for myself um, to be a better version of myself. And I am damn well going to have like my best, the best part of my life is going to be my 30s. And I'm prepping for that now. And I guarantee you, I don't care what happens. I don't care what happened last year. I don't care what happens this year as far as all the disasters going on which I um I choose to not acknowledge I know it's important to know what's going on in the world but I want to focus I got my own problems and I got my own plate that <laughs> you know it's full and I I need to I need to work on that I need to focus on me and improving um, myself because I still have a lot of work to do. A lot. Um, I still get alcohol cravings. Not as much. I jump... I, I reached two milestones. Uh, recently, Christmas and New Year, back to back. Um, so tempting. People around you drinking. People encouraging it. Advertisements. Everything. Um, the world around me is encouraging it. And I... I'm, I'm fighting, you know, to do the best thing for me. Um, and it's important for me to focus on myself. Because when you're doing this, when you do choose sobriety, you, you can't compare yourself to this person that's been three years sober or um, six months sober or the person that knows how to moderate their drinking. And they can they can just have two throughout the whole night, whereas me... I'm thinking about having the next one and the next one and getting that 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 higher feeling, that more buzzed feeling. And that's ultimately what leads to blackout for me because I drink too fast. Yes, I know my limit. Do I care at that time? Because so much dopamine and the feel-good, happy hormones are being released. That's the worst part about it. It controls my mind and it controls me. The alcohol controls me. It's a drug literally a drug I cannot control it so <laughs> doing uh doing the best thing for me so yeah that my that that's my story I guess on that <laughs> um I like to do I, I want I was thinking about doing a segment with uh, my journal I make such a big deal about this damn journal I got it from the dollar store I love to brag about that it's cheap little crappy paperback like a journal but I love this damn thing and I never thought that this would take part in my mental health so much and encourage me to 
a life of sobriety and keep working on it and keeping myself motivated every day, venting my thoughts, expressing my ideas, putting down tips and tricks. I love that. So I encourage anybody who is on this, um, who is just starting out and they they recognize where they are. Hey, I'm depressed and, you know, I can't take it anymore. You You grab life by the balls and you start being dominating about it. Am I going to be weak about it or am I going to be strong and actually live a happy life? You're building strength, mental strength. Um, I think that being fit is so important, um, but it starts with your mind. Being strong up there first and then you're motivated to want to do the physical changes but it starts with your mental health first if you don't have a good healthy uh mindset and a good perspective and positive energy you're not going to get to your ultimate goal it's just going to feel like a chore and you're forcing yourself to do it and then you're going to go back to your old ways so journal I'll just share some of the things that I wrote in it. So I wrote down the stages of relapse just so that I can recognize in my mind when I am having a craving. There's the emotional, there's the mental relapse, and then uh, ultimately the last stage of relapse, which is actual, you know, the action, the verb, the physical. <laughs> so for emotional, um, your the stage of relapse, your emotional is um, not expressing your emotions, um, so you're not really you're just kind of blank with people, and then uh, isolating from people when you just kind of hide somewhere, and yeah, I've done this, I've hid in this room, um, and I you know when it was a mess and when I had all my demons hid away in my closet like I was saying um I've just hide and I I I with all of that guilt and that pain and not knowing what to do about it and the world not knowing what I'm I'm hiding and what I can't control I felt so much shame um not attending support groups so that's like um what aa i think it is um or even just like on social media just trying to find some sort of inspiration on there a community you can join and and talk to uh not looking for things like that or not showing interest you know that's ultimately gonna lead to your emotional um part of stage of relapse um not engaging in the sport group um your poor hygiene so just lying in bed and knowing that you need to take a shower it's been like two three days and you haven't you you don't care about your appearance your hygiene you don't care about cleanly cleanliness with within yourself um or ultimately your living space the you know like your your own room your favorite room or you know like things like that poor hygiene and poor cleanliness not sleeping um 
not sleeping is a big one. Um, your thoughts can really, really haunt you <laughs> at night. It's, it's, it's hard, um, but uh, try to blank your mind out at night. This is what I like to do uh, when I'm having trouble sleeping at night. I take uh, melatonin pills for one. I take one. I don't take like multiple melatonin pills a night. One, I take one. And then I put on like this frequency noise um, and it's supposed to um, cleanse like bad energy and um, it gets rid of bad energy. It's like a vibration thing and um, it just, it, you know, gives your inner self room for that positive energy. It's a nice way to like recharge your brain at night. Um, just your subconscious hearing that frequency at night. Just personally for me, this is my house. If if you don't agree with with that, or you think it's total bogus, that that's completely fine. Maybe maybe this isn't the podcast for you. But I talk a lot about spirituality, that hippy dippy stuff, frequencies, energy, all that type of stuff. I love that. It means a lot to me, and it plays a big role in my mental health. So it is going to be included um, in this um, very spiritual uh, talk. Um, so I do that. And then I also, um, blank my mind. The way that I do this is I think of, um, a place that I want to be, that I always want to be, the, just that vision of an environment I want to be that is just like the ultimate peace, like nothing could make you more happy than being at that place at that time. And I always envision myself in New Hampshire um, and I'm just drinking a coffee. I'm out on this balcony, like this wooden balcony, like at a cabin. And I'm seeing all the trees and then uh, like a like a little river and, and mountains. I always see white mountains up ahead. And... Over on like the left side, I'm very, I'm very, very visual about this. On the left side of the mountains, I envision a sunrise, uh, the sun just rising and the, the color of the sky changing. And then it turns to like a bright, bright blue and the sun's up and it's just, there's not a cloud in the sky and you just smell like really crisp clean like air with like pine trees you smell the pine trees and then you hear the trickling water and you hear the birds waking up and they're making noise it just i i always envision that in my head and if that doesn't work i usually do another exercise where my mind's racing and I'm thinking to myself, okay, stop, it's just stop. I like, I press the pause button <laughs> and I think, and I go, what's my next thought in my head? I always go, what's my next thought? So random shit that pops up in my head, it could be a cup of coffee. Okay, stop. You got to stop yourself from that thought. And then you go, what's your next thought? And then I try to think about that place that I want to be and I try and you know the the wooden balcony the coffee the mountains the sun 
and then it just it all kind of comes together it paints that beautiful picture that image in my head of where I want to be and then that's how I usually fall asleep um if there's nothing like um if 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 there's nothing in the room that's like bothering me like uh uh my cat or you know something something like in the room that usually works almost every single time lately with with me working on like my mental health and um not being so buried deep in my dark thoughts and not feeling that guilt anymore and practicing my affirmations loving myself more putting myself first putting all of those things first and just coming clean and um, ending my relationship with alcohol it makes it so much easier to fall asleep at night to know that I'm putting in the work and I'm putting in the effort I've chosen to forgive and let go of the past uh, with past relationships um, that may have fell through um, due to maybe my own doing as long as I put that apology out there and I'm sincere about it and I root for them and I wish them well I send them love and good vibes and we just kind of end it there all of those things come into play um, on your subconscious at night they just pop in your head you feel that guilt um, people that you ended on really bad terms um, when you have, um, when you mentally struggle, that can really be a dominating thought in your, in your head. And you gotta know how to, you know, bring yourself back at bay, uh, ground yourself, and think about that thought that I was telling you about, the, the painting the picture. And you have to stop yourself. You have to train yourself to be like, okay, stop. What's your next thought? And that that's it. You keep it very simple. Okay, what's your next thought? And then before you know it, you're falling asleep. <laughs> so that's usually my routine at night that helps me. Um, and I never um, sleep on an empty stomach either. If I'm hungry, I just go and get a snack. And then I drink water. Um, I don't uh, go for like anything salty or sugary. I go for like, um, I don't know, uh, skinny pop or something like that um, that's a good snack to have so back to the journal <laughs> so that's uh not sleeping at night we're still on the emotional stage of relapse so I'll just that that was an important one that I wanted to share with all of you um, so not eating properly or not eating enough or eating too much um, Everything in moderation, you need to find that good balance um, and give your body what it needs for the day. Don't overdo it. Don't underdo it. Just be very in tune with, you know, what you need. <laughs> um, focusing on other people's needs uh, or issues and not your own. I, this may be a little bit of a selfish one, but you gotta, gotta, it, when you have a full plate of problems that you need to focus on, you need to focus on yourself first. How, how are you going to help anybody else 
it's just, it's a very hypocritical thing. How are you going to help any everybody else be happy when you can't even make yourself happy? And it's a reflection. Um, I'm very good at reading people. And I know when people are, are, you know, giving me crap, you know, when they're not, when they're, you know, <laughs> when they're not happy themselves, you can, you can see it. You just can sense it. I'm so in tune with people's body language, um, how they communicate with me and their energy, the energy of the environment that I'm in when I'm around them. I'm so in tune to that. And usually if I'm uncomfortable around somebody, ultimately um, it's because there is an issue going on. Uh, there's something going on in, in their life. And you just got that, mm, I don't feel right around you. you. And you just can't really pinpoint what it is. Your mind, and people are more powerful. Their minds are more powerful than they think they are. You're myself included and it takes a lot of uh you have to be mentally open for this and it's a practice here i go again with my spirituality talk um you're as powerful as you allow your brain to be and how open-minded you want to be about life that's pretty much the best way that i can put it you need to allow, you know, yourself to, to be powerful. You, it's all, it's all your perspective. You're in full control of your life, whether you want to blame, you know, tragedies in the world or a virus outbreak, you're still in control of your own, of your own novel. Everybody else has their own stories. You have your own story. You don't let other people write in your story, you know? You're your own author for your story. Don't let anybody dominate your life and don't let them manipulate you into thinking a certain way or thinking that you're, you could, you know, you, you could work on this or whatever. It's good to be inspired and, you know, like what I'm doing, I'm, I'm, being an advocate for mental health, I want to help. I, I feel like that's, I, I want to use my experiences um, and my growth. I want to share that with the world. I want everybody to be happier, ultimately, because I'm so happy and I'm so excited about finding that happiness and that awakening. I just want to, I'm so excited to share it share that with all of you guys so <laughs> with uh that said um so focus on yourself first before be before helping anybody else um you know be kind be kind to other people obviously but don't give them like a tutorial on life on how to you know, oh, this this will make you feel better, and this is how you do it, and blah blah blah. No, you just share your own experience, like what I'm doing. I'm I'm sharing my experiences and what's working for me. So the the mental relapse. That's the second. That is the second um stage in relapse. Um. So the the cravings to use, 
uh, dwelling on people, places, and things associated with drinking. So you're dwelling on on your past. You had so much fun. Oh my god. And you remember listening to that song and it, it sounded so much better and you had so much more fun dancing and that was the only time you wanted to dance uh, was when you were under the influence. Um, you have to always think. Always think. When, when that thought comes up, that's a very tempting one. Always think to yourself, well, how did I feel the next day every single time, you know, I gave in and drank? Um, did I remember it? Um, did I actually have fun? Did I remember it? Um, were you embarrassed by, you know, a Snapchat or a picture or a video that someone took of you and actually put it out there on the internet and you look back on it, you don't even remember? And <laughs> a lot of people that you know saw it, like those things. It, it it really it's like okay well maybe it's not a good idea <laughs> so it's reassuring to you you know that maybe i shouldn't do that and then the the cravings are like they they kind of diminish they 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 go away after you think about that it turns you off you know your whole day is going to be ruined, your mental health, you're going to be depressed because alcohol is a depressant. It's just this whole downward, it's like a snowball effect. Um, idolizing past use. Um, minimizing the consequences you experienced from use. So, you're like, oh, I can take that hangover. That wasn't that bad. Not every, not every hangover is like that. Um, or, oh, I, you know, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't pee in that bush last time I blacked out, I'll be fine. And, it, and this is an example, but <laughs> I actually know someone that peed in a bush. <laughs> uh, they were telling, I didn't see it, they, they told me a story of, um, when they blacked out and, um, and they peed in a bush. <laughs> um bargaining um so being like it's 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 been so long i'll only have one just thinking that you can uh control yourself you're you're convincing yourself that you can control yourself this time when ultimately every single more if you if you have uh, more experiences of not being able to control yourself rather than those very few that you did control yourself Odds are, um, you're not, you're probably not gonna control yourself, um, the next time you drink alcohol, so. Lying about things, uh, especially related to alcohol, so that's, I, I've actually shared my own personal story about that. Again, <laughs> demons in the closet, um, I would drink in this room. Uh, almost every single night and almost um, there were you know some times where I would space it out but almost every single night I would come and hide in here in my room and I would drink until I blacked out and um, I would go into work like the next day um, and I would just blame allergies or whatever when I, I probably reeked of it 
Um, I was probably, there were times where I would probably sweat and people could smell it on me. They could smell it off my breath. Um, that was a dark time. Um, and I also didn't, um, take care of myself, um, uh, as far as n nourishment. <laughs> I did not eat properly, um, but that is a, uh, topic I will cover in an other podcast. Um, so stay tuned for that. That will be, that will be coming up. Uh, thinking of ways to control use. Already pretty much said that. Um, look for, looking for ways to relapse, um, like finding activities surrounding drinking. So that could be like going to a party or, I don't know, going to a party, um, seeing somebody like a drinking buddy that you haven't seen in a really long time. And you just kind of want to have like old times and, you know, drink party like old times and drink with them and stuff. And then that's when you run into trouble. So, you really need to, if you want to hang out with, like, a drinking buddy and try to make it so that your friendship revolves around other things and not just drinking, you need to focus on yourself first and take a lot of time um, to yourself, being your own space, and learn how to control that part of you um, before going and seeing your friend. And then ultimately suggest these things, like go kayaking uh, or just do something very outdoorsy. I, I mean, that's the best way I can put it because it is very therapeutic and it's so nice to just be outside on a nice day. Um, and just kind of making those new memories um, with your friend. Um, it gives you a different way to connect with one another. So, um, and then the last stage, so I'm getting to like the last part of it is the physical relapse. You're, you're actually, you actually do it. So it's not just, I guess, to wrap up relapse, it's not just a thing where you just do it. All these things come to play in your brain and you don't even know it before you pick up that drink. And you want, you, you know, you've made a lot of, you know, you've made a lot of effort and you've, and you've put in the work and you have a few days clean, but you don't even realize that that goes through your head. It's three different stages, um, before you actually get to the physical part of it, which is the, the relapse. So tips on recovering that have worked for me if you hear like a squeak every once in a while that's my chair i swear to you i'm not like a barnyard animal um when i'm on you know when i'm on the internet <laughs> i mean i am a little bit everybody's human um you guys are gonna be like yeah yeah right yeah right uh, i'm serious <laughs> so my tips to recovery uh, journaling, reading inspiration, meditation. I love, I love doing meditation. I do meditation at night before I go to bed. I put my little frequency sounds on. Um, I got a really good one that I actually want to share, a recommended uh, YouTube video um, for people to just uh, relax and do yoga too. Or it's not a guided yoga, um, 
or a guided meditation. It's just a nice sound to listen to with like noise canceling headphones. Um, so I will uh, share that information with you at the end of when I'm getting to close to the end of the podcast here. Um, so meditation, um, practice affirmations, self-love. I think that is really, really important to do. Um, it, affirmations are something where you tell you, you know, you kind of psych yourself up um, and you praise your efforts. And it ultimately, like it, some people may think it's like an egotistical thing. Um, it's just an exercise, especially for people who have a lot of um, self-doubt, um, self-esteem issues. Um, it's a really good practice, really good exercise to write down affirmations. And I do it um, a lot in, in this journal. So I do that. Um, I follow people um, that motivate me. There's a few um, people on TikTok uh, that are um, on, you know, they're newer to a life of sobriety, but I always root for them. I just found them and I always encourage it and I always like the video and I leave like a little comment. I'm sending love and good vibes your way. That's like my go-to thing that I say to people um, on TikTok, on Twitch, um, when I'm finding new streamers, I always put that positive energy and love out there because the world needs more of that right now. Uh, ultimately, that's something that we should mainly be focusing on is not so much having our own opinions and fighting about it with one another, but coming up with solutions and helping each other out because there is so much um, depression um, you can sense it, you know, like you, you can just sense it out there. Um, people are hurting. So that is the real issue right now. We got this pandemic right now and we all need to try and get each other through it and follow the rules and wear our masks because you don't know if you have it. But anyways, I hope everybody is in good health and um, getting through um, whatever they're going through right now. Um, if anybody ever wants to reach out to me, um, I'm known as Rella's Miss Hyde on here. So it's Rella's like Cinderella and then MZ Hyde, you know, Hyde. So it's Rella's Miss Hyde. Um, you can DM me on Instagram. That is my main, uh, platform, um, where I do a lot of, um, happy thoughts, uh, mental health, um, pick-me-ups, just, you know, just being an inspiration on there and being a light uh, for people um, who are just kind of uh, in the darkness a little bit, and I, I want to kind of sway them the other way and give them a, a sense of hope. Um, but I hope everybody has a good day, and I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, please let me know what you think. Um, for those of you who are on my YouTube channel, I will um, link to you um, my recommended uh, YouTube video. And for those who are just uh, listening on the podcast, um, it's called uh, Morning Good Mood uh, Booster. So uh, it's just like a relaxing, um, I think it's by SleepTube. So, 
It's a really nice, peaceful audio to listen to and just kind of close your eyes and envision um, something nice um, that, you know, a nice place that you want to go to um, or to help you sleep at night. Um, it's really good for that, too. Um, I, I, I love it. I love meditating to to that on on YouTube. They're great. I get so I got so many to share. So that'll be the one the first one that I share on here. Um, and also I have a Twitch, which I have, um, brought up before. So it's Relismus Hide on Twitch. Um, this podcast is called, um, Rella Kills Hide. So it's going to be a little bit confusing at first, but, uh, ultimately the reason I came up with that name, Rella Kills Hide, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a goodbye to my old persona, uh, Rella, like Cinderella, that is good and pure, and you know that's like the real that's the real version, the real self, and then Miss Hyde is like the alter ego, um, and Rella kills Hyde, uh, indicating that kills Hyde, saying goodbye, throwing away the past. Um, opening everything up for new beginnings. Um, this is the start of my journey, and I can't wait to see everybody on the other side. <laughs> it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of fun there. Love, light, and I'm sending good vibes your way. Have a good one. Bye.